0: Chapter 16 of A Short History of Germany by Mary Platt Parmel. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Napoleon, Emperor of the French. Third Coalition. Prussian Neutrality. The Rheinbund. Dissolution of the Empire and Abdication of Francis the Second. Retribution for Prussia. Battle of Vienna, Peace of Tilsit. A Continental Blockade. Marriage with Marie Louise chapter sixteen the eighteenth century closed upon a strangely altered europe france was the ruling power on the continent prussia had hidden herself in a timid neutrality and left austria to fight with foreign allies for the life of the empire that battle had been a losing one and now francis the second sat upon a trembling throne and bore a title which had no longer any meaning but napoleon was building his own edifice in eighteen o three he had himself declared first consul for life and in eighteen o four he assumed the title of napoleon emperor of the french his coronation took place at paris where he compelled the pope to come and perform that ceremony then, after changing the groups of Italian republics into a kingdom of Italy, he crowned himself, after the fashion of the emperors whose successor he meant to be, with the iron crown of Lombardy. He had entered upon the most daring scheme ever attempted in Europe, to convert the whole continent into one vast empire, with the kings and princes over the several nations all subject to him. Then there was a third coalition from which Prussia still held aloof, and which was composed of england austria russia and sweden alexander i was now emperor of russia and the timorous and unpatriotic policy of prussia was guided by frederick william the third who had succeeded his father frederick william the second the prussian king influenced by antagonism to austria and by the hope of obtaining safety and reward for prussia stubbornly maintained his attitude of neutrality while the german empire was receiving its death-blow at austerlitz that battle of the three emperors as it is called was a paralyzing defeat to the allies prussia ignominiously received hanover as her reward and seventeen german states including bavaria baden Württemberg, and hesse-darmstadt formally separated themselves from the german empire and declared themselves subject to the french emperor this was known as the rheinbund the german empire was now reduced to three separate bodies the rheinbund a confederation of states giving willing allegiance to napoleon prussia practically in alliance with her destroyer and austria helpless in that destroyer's grasp while he sitting in the imperial palace at vienna dictated terms of peace the empire was broken beyond repair on the sixth of august its dissolution was formally announced francis the second abdicated the imperial crown and assumed the title of the emperor of austria it was not the people of prussia who bartered their allegiance to the fatherland for peace and for hanover it was their king and princes who brought this stain upon them and their beautiful queen louise mother of the late emperor william had pleaded in vain with the king to pursue a loyal and patriotic course the punishment came swiftly the insatiate conqueror had no thought of leaving a great state like prussia undisturbed and soon it developed that his plan was also to create a northern bund under his protectorate which would be composed of the prussian states on the northern coast forced in her own defence to take up arms prussia suffered a terrible defeat at jena eighteen o six the conqueror for whose friendship frederick william had sacrificed his country was in berlin the beautiful prussian queen who he knew had used her influence against him was treated with the grossest insolence while for the cowed people recently in revolt and now prostrating themselves he did not restrain his contempt the peace of tilsit 1807, determined the full measure of prussia's retribution her polish acquisitions were made into a grand duchy of warsaw under a french protectorate one half of the rest of her territory was converted into a kingdom of westphalia over which napoleon's brother jerome was king to the remainder of prussia was assigned the burden of an immense indemnity and the maintenance of a french army in her territory but the cup of humiliation was not drained until later when standing with the continent under his feet napoleon compelled the prussian king to join the rhinebund with what was left of his kingdom to furnish france with troops and thus to become tributary to his designs upon europe napoleon in the meantime in an hour's interview with alexander of russia had by the magic of his influence secured that emperor's friendship all this excellent man was fighting for was the peace of europe and he disclosed to alexander his plan that they too should be the eternal custodians of that peace which was to be secured by restraining the arrogance of england and that was to be done by destroying her commercial prosperity all of europe was to be forbidden to trade with that country there was to be a continental blockade against a nation of shopkeepers alexander was completely won, and he promised not to molest his new friend in his benevolent task the provinces dependent upon france were now divided up into kingdoms and principalities and to make his own control over them more assured napoleon placed members of his own family and personal friends upon the various thrones his brother louis was created king of holland his brother-in-law murat was made king of naples eugene beauharnais his stepson viceroy of italy jerome bonaparte as we have seen was king of westphalia and his brother joseph he had already made king of spain in the time he could spare from more important matters in germany and what was the real sentiment in germany concerning this man at such a time we hear that ninety german authors dedicated books to him and that servile newspapers were praising him and we know that one of the immortal compositions of beethoven was inspired by him but we must recollect that he was too colossal and too dazzling to be accurately measured except from a distance even yet we are almost too near him for that and the world is as divided in its estimate of napoleon as of the true meaning of shakespeare's hamlet it is an eternal controversy he was a monstrous creation colossal in his plans colossal in his grasp of the forces about him colossal in ambition in selfishness in cruelty and in intelligence napoleon realized the value of hereditary grandeur he had been able to climb without it but the sons who would succeed him as masters of christendom must have the dignity of ancestry to fortify them no blood but the habsburg was fit for this great office he swept away josephine as remorselessly as he had the pope in rome and compelled francis the second to bestow his daughter marie louise upon the man who had stripped him of his crown and his empire and who was steadily absorbing what remained of his dignity the marriage took place in eighteen ten and with his habsburg empress napoleon established a temporary court at dresden then there commenced the process which was intended finally to engulf all the separate german kingdoms in one universal abyss the kingdom of holland was first annexed to the french empire then north germany was swallowed up in the same way the same fate evidently being intended next for the Rhinebund. the satellites had begun to fall into the sun End of chapter 16.